into this. Judges chapter 7, verses 15 through 20 is what we're going to be focusing on. But I, I want to talk to you. Um, I just want to tell you this. Throughout the Bible, there are stories of how people of God have been victorious in battle. All of the triumphs for the children of Israel did not come the same way. One of the tools used for victory in battle was worship. This study is designed to share how worship can assist you in battle. I'm just going to read Judges chapter 7, 15 through 20. And first, I'll just give you a background. First of all, this is Gideon. And you know, Gideon was one of the low-ranking people uh, in the society. In fact, the angel, when he came to get Gideon, he was making bread. And he told Gideon, stop making bread. God wants you to do something bigger. And, 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 and it's, and it's, a, it's, it's amazing how e even when I say that, I just believe some of you all are making bread. I know you ain't making bread, literally. But some of you all are functioning under the call that God has on your life. And a lot of times we aren't able to recognize that because we're not magnifying God enough. When you magnify God in worship, you begin to understand how big and mighty he is. You begin to understand why the word says, greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. Because you begin to understand that this battle is not mine. And the God that lives in me in the form of the Holy Spirit is bigger than any problem I have. Yes, the devil may have more strength than me. But I understand that the weapons that I have are not carnal but a spiritual for the casting down of strongholds and vain imaginations and anything that exalted itself against the armies of the living God because God lives in me. And the way you tap into that power is not just through prayer, is not just through fasting, but you have to learn how to worship. Because when you learn how to worship, you give God his, 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 his praise, you give God his accolades, you give God his appreciation just because of who he is. Even if you don't get the healing the way you want it to be, even if you don't get the job you want, you understand that he's bigger than your situation. And you understand that he sees the past, the present, and the future all at the same time. He can see around the corner. So when he tells you to stop, stop, because he knows the danger that's ahead. And you will begin to start start depending on him, and you begin to really understand why the word says that the steps of the righteous man or woman are order of God. And you understand that he won't let you step before it's time to step. He'll let you stop when you need to stop. He'll tell you to move when you need to move. I know some of you all have watched the movie The Matrix and, and Morpheus and the young lady on the phone telling him when to go, when to stop. Now, if they can trust Morpheus and some lady he ain't even met, to get him through the little office and get him out the window, wherever he was going, hey, go here, turn it left, do this, do that. That's how God is trying to tell you. But are you listening? But when you begin to worship God, your ears begin to tune in a little better because you begin to magnify him and become closer to him because when you draw nigh unto him, he'll draw nigh unto you. And one of the ways to draw nigh unto him is through your praise and worship. Verse 15 in, in, in Judges chapter 7, and, and, and it says, And it was so when Gideon heard 
the telling of the dream and the interpretation thereof, that he worshiped and returned unto the host of Israel and said, Arise, for the Lord hath delivered into your hand the host of Midian. And he divided the 300 men into three companies, and he put a trumpet in every man's hand with empty pitchers and lamps within the pitchers. And he said unto them, Look on me and do likewise, and behold, when I come to the outside of the camp, it shall be that as I do. Uh, so you shall do. When I blow the trumpet, I, I and all are with me, then blow ye the trumpets also on every side of all the camp, and say the sword of the Lord and of Gideon. So Gideon and the hundred men that were with him came unto the outside of the camp in the beginning of the middle watch, and they had duly set the watch, and they blew the trumpets and break the pitchers that were in their hands. And the three hundred companies blew, and the three companies blew the trumpets and break the pitchers and held the lamps in their left hands and the trumpets in their right hands to blow withal. And they cried, the sword of the Lord and of Gideon. This is what they did. Can I tell you this before we get into this? First of all, God wants them to defeat the Philistines and Malachites and all the ites, all right? He wanted to defeat all of them. But the, the camp, they have hundreds of thousands of soldiers. When they first started off going into battle, before they went into battle, God said, you have too many people. Gideon only had like 30,000, 40,000 folk, right? They had hundreds of thousands, and God tell him he got too many. Crazy, right? And so God said, I need you to go. Everybody that's scared, send them home. He said, everybody that was scared, go home. You scared, say you scared, okay? Go home. Cut them down by half. Then he said, hey, do this. Then he said, hey, you know what? Go to the water and drink. And those who sit on their hands and knees and just put their face in the water and get rid of them, they ain't ready. They ain't looking for the enemy. But those who put their hand in the water and, 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 and lap from their hands but looking around for the enemy, I want you to keep those. Those are 300 I'm going to win with. Can you imagine you about to go fight all the Newport News, right, the whole city, and they tell you, newbies grow, y'all got too many folk. I need you to cut it down first because I need y'all to go fight. It's too many people. Y'all think I'm crazy, right? You definitely need to be in some worship. <laughs> Because the thing about it is, there is no way that Gideon would have done that in the natural. Even if he's stupid. Stupid people know they ain't going to go fight hundreds of thousands of folk with 300 people. Okay? Even the dumbest person got to come in enough sense to know that that ain't a winning battle. Okay? But God said it. And see, the reason why you need to learn how to go into worship it's because God says his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. As far as the east is from the west, so is his thoughts from our thoughts. You understand? So when you go into worship, you begin to align yourself with the mind of God, with the mind of Christ. Because his ways are not going to make any sense because he's going to take you to do whatever he wants to take you to do because he don't want you to trust the strategy. He wants you to trust him. 
And that's why we mess up sometimes, because we go into another battle the same way we went into the battle we won when we listened to God, but then God said, I'm not telling you to fight this battle the same way. I'm telling you a different way. If you get in worship, you'll be able to hear me. All right, let's get into the lesson. Number one, Judges 7.15 says, And it was so when Gideon heard the telling of the dream and the interpretation thereof that he worshipped and returned into the host of Israel and said, Arise, for the Lord have delivered into your hand the host of Midian. All right, look here. Worship is good for energizing in battle. It gives you energy. If you come in here feeling gloomy, I bet you if you get in and worship God and let him know that you're the that he's the center of your joy, if you magnify him, I bet you he energizes you. I bet you he quickens you because he says, I will give you a garment of praise for your heaviness. I will give you a garment of praise for your heaviness. If you give me some praise, I'll take your heaviness away. I'll work out your situation because when you give it to me, I'm going to do my job. If you tell me, Father, handle this situation, I'm going to handle it. I'm going to give you the energy to do it. I'm going to give you the power to do it. You will be outrunning horses like Elijah. Come on, somebody. You will be killing 300 folk with a jawbone of a donkey like Samson. You will be walking in the glorious anointing of God that you've not seen but for so many times. When you learn how to worship God, even in the midst of your defeat situation, defeated situation, God will begin to bring you out. Why? Because you're magnifying him. And now you're giving him the glory because you're letting him know, I can't handle it on my own. I need you to handle it, God. The greatest thing you can do is give God all of your problems and let him work it out. Worship is good for energizing in battle. Number two, Judges 7, 16 through 17 says, and he divided 300 men into three companies, and he put a trumpet in every man's hand with empty pitchers and lamps within the pitchers. And he said unto them, Look on me and do likewise. And behold, when I come to the outside of the camp, it shall be that as I do, so shall ye do. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, he said, Take and divide the 300 men into three companies, and put, every, put a trumpet in every man's hand. Did that make sense? A trumpet? Man, y'all can play, but if we about to get into a fight and you bring your organ and God ain't told me that, I'm going to fight you after. <laughs> These boys trying to fight me and Dre bringing an organ out here. What in the world are you doing? I get out there and Derry told me me, 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 me. Man, I'll... <laughs> That makes no sense. Go get a trumpet in one hand with empty pitches and lamps within the pitches. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Get, get, get a trumpet and empty pitches and lamps within the pitches. And he said unto them, look on me to do likewise and behold. Now, you know everybody had to be in worship. I'm, 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 I'm getting ahead of myself, but... <clears throat> That, that, that this, this worship is good for strategizing in battle. It's good for strategizing. Why? Who's giving you the strategy? God. You know good and well Maxwell, as hood as he is sometimes. 
I definitely come from a middle-class family, but don't cross me. I ain't no killer, but don't push now. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, but seriously, seriously, this, this God told him to go get, a, go get a trumpet. Everybody take a trumpet and a pitcher with lights in it to go fight in the battle. This is a strategy from God. Do you hear me? This is definitely God. It helps you strategize. Why? Because you're listening to God when you do it. Uh, see, see, you, you, you thought, okay, let me get this army over here, and you go over here like, like Braveheart or, or, or Gladiator, and I'm going to get you to go on this hill. You hide, and when they come out, they come, and then we're going to come behind them, and we're going to do all this stuff. And that's, that's great if, if God giving you the freedom to make your own strategy for that. But when God, when you begin to go to worship, do you know some of you all, if you really come to worship, God is going to give you a strategy for your business? Do you understand that? God will tell you, you know what? Let me tell you something. When, I, when we was in worship, when I saw Minister Claus when it reminded me that. Remember when I was, when I was, well, I don't know if some of y'all remember because some of you all are new, but remember when we, when they were telling us we couldn't have a drive-in church and, and I was like, nah, man, give me liberty or take me to jail, but I really didn't want to go to jail. But God kept telling me to press it. And then one day I'm on the way to worship and God said, you know what? The way the Tuesday had been in worship that, that Sunday and that Monday, I was worshiping because you know, I didn't know what was ahead of it, and they was, and, and people were even sending messages to me, the police and everybody, like, hey, man, you know, they're they really tripping about this. And I was like, well, I, I understand, but this is my stance. And people were talking about me on Facebook, and I unfriended some of y'all. I friended y'all back. People, I did, because people kept trying to come against what God was telling me. And I was like, man, unfriend. You know, some people would be upset still. And I tried to friend you back. You didn't take me. I, I really don't care. But the, the, the thing about it was, God, I was in worship, and God said, don't teach today. And then I called Minister Claude the day of, and I know she was like, okay, pastor. But I know she was like, this Negro didn't call me 10 minutes before Bible study. <laughs> but thank you for not telling me out loud. I know you told Miss Glory because you told me. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. She didn't say that. But, <laughs> but seriously, so I, 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 and then what I did was I sat down, and I called the governor's office, Right? And it's funny that Bishop Dawson called them too. We ended up talking, and they said, you know what? That makes sense. It is social distance. You can do it. You feel me? It didn't make sense for me to call. I got some people's number, you know, McAuliffe and all that. If he would have won, I would have had the governor number. But he ain't win this time. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't, you know. And the other guy, I ain't, you know, the little face thing, I just didn't call him. So, but I called the office. How many times you get the governor in the office? You understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, well, you cool, you release. God said, don't teach today. Do that. I mean, I'm not saying, because I wanted to teach and tell everybody what I was feeling and help me. Ah, Spartans, let's go. You know what I'm saying? That's what I wanted to do. But God said, no, sit down. And I sat down in that corner right over the outside, and I called, and they straightened everything out. And it was funny because somebody sent a message to Bishop Dawson, one of the police officers, said, man, I'm so glad they made it legal because Pastor Maxwell, one of my favorite pastors, and I ain't want to have to go arrest him. You understand? Like, that's a true story. Bishop Dawson told me that. You understand? They were going to come arrest me. One day, I remember, uh, was that Deacon Easley in the back? Deacon Easley was there. He was like, man, one Sunday they didn't come to church at all because, you know, they usually be hanging around outside. I don't even think our security came. Sheriffs, uh, they, they were like... And Easy was like, man, they disrespected, man. They disrespected. I said, why? Because they ain't even come. I said, dude, that's respect. 
Say, well, I said, man, because they know if they come, they get either they have to do their job and arrest me or be in trouble. You understand what I'm saying? So God will give you a strategy when you listen to him. When you worship him, he'll give you a strategy. There's no way. It was funny. I'm just, I'm just tripping. I don't know if this is a testimony time or what. But it's crazy how everybody called me crazy, was cussing me out. And then when it went good, the Virginia Baptist State Convention, the TPVA called me, and they apologized to me and told me, thank you for what I did, because some of them told me to go to heaven, and some of them go, told me to go to the other H word when I, was, when I was going against it. You know what I'm saying? But I knew what God had told me. Why? Because I was in worship. And when you learn how to be in the worship, you don't care what nobody else telling you because you know what God has told you. I'm sure Gideon had problems with somebody saying, I ain't going to care no trumpet. You're going to care with this trumpet. You understand what I'm saying? Strategy. Number three. Number three. And this is the word when I get to it. Don't think it ain't. I looked it up in the dictionary. It just rhymed with everything else I was doing. But it is a word when I get to it. Judges 7.18 says, when I blow the trumpet, I and all that are with me, then blow ye the trumpets also on every side of all the camp and say the sword of the Lord and of Gideon. Worship is good for focalizing in battle. For focalizing in battle, it brings you a focus. Why? Because when you all worship together, it will bring you together. Everyone was focused. Get this trumpet, blow it at the same time. Why? Because it was on one accord, because they was worshiping together. When two or three are gathered in my name, come on, somebody, I'm in the midst. That's what God says. It will make you focus. Some of you all can't stay focused. Maybe you got ADHD, but maybe you don't. Who knows what you have or what you don't have? But when you learn how to focus, and I mean, we learn how to worship God, he will bring your focus together. Why? Because he is is the author and finisher of your faith, right? He's the alpha and the omega. He's the beginning and the end. He who began a good work in you shall finish it. And he will bring you into focus when you magnify him. When you want to raise, do you go to somebody under you? Oh, you said that with confidence. Exactly. When you want to raise, do you talk to your co-worker? No. When you want to raise, you go talk to the boss. Or at least the secretary that's close to the boss. You understand? So if you want something, you go to God through Jesus with the unction of the Holy Spirit and make sure you work it all out. When you learn how to worship God, do you know how many things you will untap in the spirit that God already has for you? Do you understand? He says, my will be done, will be done on earth as it is in heaven, which means you already blessed in heaven, you already healed in heaven, you already liberated in heaven, you already blessed in heaven, you already highly favored in heaven, you you just got to get another worship in you to make it come down here because all you have to do is tap into your confidence. As a man or woman thinketh, so is he. And once you understand God is bigger than your problem, he'll bring it into focus. He'll give you a strategy. He'll liberate you and give you what's already in his hand. It's already a blessing that's earmarked for you. It's already a blessing that got Sister Gloria name on it. It's already a blessing that got Sister Shaw name on it. It's already a blessing that got Brother Dietrich name on it. It's already a blessing that got Maxwell's name on it. The problem is we don't know how to worship him enough to cause it to manifest down here. Reach into the heavenly places and pull down your blessing. You better stop letting the devil hold your stuff. 
The devil ain't going to hold my stuff no more. Mm-mm-mm. He ain't holding my stuff. I want all my money. I want all my blessings. And when I begin to focus on God and magnify him, he will open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing I won't even have room to receive. I can't be stingy when God blesses me. I got to give something away because it'll be so much in abundance. Oh, come on, somebody. Oh, boy, I'm ready today. Judges 7, 21. Oh, my God. And they stood every man in his place round about the camp, and all the hosts ran and cried and fled. He's talking about the enemy. Worship is good for harmonizing in battle. Woo! Look at here. Harmonizing. They were in place. They weren't running around in chaos, but the enemy was. Do you know when you learn how to harmonize in here, and even if you got a problem and bring a sacrifice of praise in here, you will confuse the enemy. You know if you can just praise him at home, you know you will confuse the enemy. The enemy don't know what to do when he gave you cancer and you still come to worship. Enemy don't know what to do. The enemy don't know what to do when your kids act crazy and you still give him God a sacrifice of praise. He runs confused. You know why? He comes at you like a roaring lion. He is not a roaring lion. He comes at you like one. And when he can't do anything to you, he flees. But he does come back at an opportune time. So the problem is if a bully on the playground, he a bully or she a bully, anybody that let them. But the minute somebody stands up to that bully nine times out of ten, they bow down. You better tell the devil to bow down. I'm in harmonizing worship with God. When I come to New Beach Grove on Sunday and Tuesday or whatever church I go to, I'm going to bring him a sacrifice of praise. And you know what? I'm not just going to praise him in church. I'm going to praise him in my living room. I'm going to praise him at Walmart. I'm going to praise him in my car. I'm going to praise him in the good times. I'm going to praise him in the bad times. I'm going to praise him in the morning. I'm going to praise him at night. I'm going to praise him in the midday. You know why? Because the more I praise him and worship him, the more I magnify him. And the more I magnify him, the more I decrease the enemy. Oh, come on, somebody. When you know you got somebody on your side. When you know you have somebody on your side that has all power in their hand. Come on, somebody. Oh, Lord, have mercy. If I'm playing two-on-two two and I got Michael Jordan with me, I got more confidence. Come on, somebody. Do, do, you, do you understand what I'm saying? If... If I'm playing two-on-two two and I got LeBron James, I'm, I'm, I'm confident. You, do, do you understand what I'm saying? If I'm playing throw-up tackle and I got Ray Lewis, <laughs> I got some confidence. You got to understand that God is bigger than all of them folk. God is bigger than the mayor. God is bigger than the governor. God is bigger than the president. Some people have come, I watch this show called Secession, right? And, 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 and everybody, because the president is now go, not going to run, and now he, they feel like they're going to lose all their power. But, but it doesn't matter to me. Uh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it doesn't matter what connections you have or don't have because God is the author and finisher of your faith. And if he moves one person out the way, it just means he's going to make another way for you. Can I talk to somebody? Stop depending on people. Stop depending on positions. See, this is what it is. When you learn how to worship God, you don't depend on all that stuff. You understand? That's why it doesn't, people get mad at me sometimes because I don't care about the position. I'll make a, a decision that nobody will agree with because I know this is what God told me to do, and they'll get mad, walk away, and I don't care because as long as I'm doing what God is telling me to do, he'll bring new partnerships together. See, they didn't want to give us no more money. They usually give us $8,000 when we do certain things. When they didn't give it to it because of the decision I made, because God told me to make it, the whole our nation gave us $48,000. You understand? That's how we was able to keep the homeless. New Beach Grove didn't spend a dime. New Beach Grove didn't spend a dime on it because all of the funds that came in took care of the homeless people in our building. You understand? Uh, y all, y all, do you understand what I'm saying when you really learn how to worship God and give it to him? Uh, let, let me get out of here because I'm, I'm talking too long. 853. Number five. Number five. But I need you to know, four, four again, it, 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 worship is good for harmonizing battle. So I need y'all to be on the same page. I believe some of you all have some testimonies. Some of you all have shared them with me. And I know when we was on a fast together, even though some of us might miss a day or two, God, 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 because we came together in harmony, God gave us some prayer reports, some praise reports. I bet you that. You understand? God, God, God then gave you some, some more stuff because you, 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 you in harmony when you worship. When you worship him through fasting, when you worship him through prayer, when you worship him through your giving, when you worship him through your song, you understand? Sorry, screen people. I'm confusing y'all. Number five. I'm on number five for real. I, I see the brightness coming up. So Judges 7, 23 through 24, it says, And the men of Israel gathered themselves together out of Naphtali and out of Asher and out of Manasseh and pursued after the Midianites. And Gideon sent messengers throughout all Mount Ephraim, saying, Come down against the Midianites and take before them the waters until the Bethbara and Jordan. Then all the men of Ephraim gathered themselves together and took the waters of Bethbara and Jordan. Ooh, we worship is good for mobilizing battle. They got out there and got everybody, didn't they? Ooh, worship will help you with their arthritis, girl. They got them moving. You know what? And mobilizer don't just mean they went out and fought somebody. You know, you know how many churches, meetings I've been in in, in certain churches, and they had the same meeting all the time and don't never execute anything? Huh? They got all these plans, all these big plans, and all these little charts and graphs. And you know what? We're going to print the bulletin in 12 font instead of 13 font this month. I ain't talking about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, because cause, no, cause I'm telling you, brother so-and-so eyes a little better. Huh? Well, we do 12.5 font. I mean, maybe it ain't that bad. But what I'm saying is when you learn how to worship God and magnify him, what you're talking about becomes bigger. And not only what you're talking about becomes bigger, you actually begin to execute what it is you're doing. You understand what I'm saying? Because when you learn how to worship God in spirit and in truth, and all of you all are coming and we're all on the same page, God is 
going to show himself mighty. But you know the good news for you, not only is New Beach Grove going to get blessed, but you're going to get blessed. There's no way to have a corporate blessing and anointing if you aren't blessed and anointed individually. Do you understand what I'm saying? God cannot first bless and mobilize New Beach Grove unless the membership is blessed and mobilized. So if you're not blessed and doing something, God can't bless the church because the blessing's in your pocket. If you can't pull something out your pocket, we can't be on the Word Network. We wrote it down and made it plain, but if you don't give, we can't have it. We want to take care of the homeless. We do want to do it. But if somebody doesn't give outside the walls, it's in your pocket. You understand what I'm saying? They pulled out the trumpet and the, and, and the jars. They had it in their hands, and God used that as a tool to get them where they are, to get them what they needed. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. I don't need you to bring a trumpet. <laughs> I don't need you to bring no clay jars. I need to bring tithes and offers to make sure that the vision takes place, to make sure that the vision happens. God cannot bless Newbies Grove unless he first blesses you. But he can't bless you if you're not willing to give him what he asks you to give. I don't know where this came from. This, this came out. This is a curveball God that threw me right now. I'm just telling you. And nothing to do with Maxwell. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Your heart and your treasure in the same place. Where your treasure lies, there you're going to find your heart. Where your heart lies, there you're going to find your treasure. Right? And God used the trumpet and, and the jars to confuse the enemy. But right now in the midst of a pandemic, God is about to use some worship through giving to confuse the enemy. Y'all don't hear me. In the pandemic, they still going to church. They out there in the church in the snow. They still outside when it was 20 degrees outside and people still putting up the screen. Daniel got ADHD and he's still coming every Sunday. <laughs> Lord have mercy, he healed the day too. What in the world is going on? The devil confused. <laughs> Sorry, Daniel. It was just there. It was just there. <laughs> but, but I'm saying... It confuses the enemy. They confuse the enemy because they went out to battle with a trumpet and a clay jar. If God didn't tell me that and you show up with a trumpet and a clay jar and we got to fight, I'm going to choke you. <laughs> Hold on, brother enemy. Let me, let me choke this. <laughs> you, you understand what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is this. I'm going to sit down. Well, I'm already sitting down. I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> I'm going to say this and I'm going to leave. Look, God is confusing the enemy at New Beach Grove. You all have come to church. We have not missed not one day of church in a pandemic. Not one day. We might not have been. Not one day. Can you say that? Not, not one day. Not one day. We've been outside. We've been, but we never, ever have missed we never have forsaken the assembly of ourselves together, not one day in the pandemic. Not one day. You got to give yourself a hand. Even if you didn't come out, it doesn't matter. We were here. You have confused the enemy. 
We are increasing our budget. I'm getting you ready for the church. Hey, when are we doing the church conference? December the 7th. All right, December the 7th at 7 p.m. church conference. It's announced right now. We're going to have a church conference. But the, the, the thing about it is God has led us to increase the budget in the midst of a COVID-19 crisis. So I'm telling you, he got to bless you. Because, you know, I'm, man, I'd be like, man, let's cut it down. They, can, oh, they were like, no, nah, let's step up. I'm like, for real, I, I can't let these jokers have more faith than me. We done increase the budget that you got to vote on. You feel me? But the thing about it is, it's because of worship. It's because of the fast. And it's funny how we meet, and the day we meet, I didn't even realize that. It's the first day we come out on the Word Network on the 7th. God is about to elevate Newbies Grove but he can't elevate Newbie Grove without elevating you. Can I speak this over you right now? I'm believing right now for some entrepreneurs to step up and become millionaires, including myself. I'm almost there. I'm going to tell you that right now. Give me about one more year. I'm there. Gold diggers, stay away. <laughs> Gold diggers, stay away from me. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I, I'm believing God is about to raise some people up. Job is about to create a position for you that you didn't even know was going to be for you. But you so good, they about to write a position for you. That's what I'm believing right now. I'm believing some of you all have been on your job for a long time, been one to raise, and now they've been doing some certain things and they're about to write a job for you. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it before. Some folk have interviewed for captain or for, for assistant chief of police more than one time, but they did so good, and they began to say, we're just going to create a position for them. That can happen. It will happen for you. I'm telling you right now, God is about to bless you because there's no way God can take us to this next level in the midst of this still kind of like pandemic if he does not bless you. So I need you to make sure you begin to continue to worship God Continue to pray. Fast when he asks you to fast. But I need you to learn how to get in worship with him. Sometimes worship just break out of you in, in the house. Can I talk to you for a minute? If you worship him, he's going to execute it. Now, I'm on the mobilizer. I ain't forgot what number I'm on. The last one is he'll mobilize you, not just to go chase your enemies, but to chase your dream. Some of you all have written the vision down and made it plain. You've wrote all these strategic plans. You done paid people to help you with your resume, but you ain't turned it in. What's the use of writing all that stuff down if you never execute? I come against the spirit of fear right now in the name of Jesus. Right now in the name of Jesus, I was dealing with my investor masterminds on yesterday, and what I realized, Brother Organist, is, is that a lot of people, I, I, I'm giving them deals that, they could, that, that I want myself. <laughs> but, but if somebody just say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and then they say, they got to think about it, so you got to think about it, I got to buy it. You understand? Because I'm trying to give them the low-hanging fruit because it's my job. As a prophet, it's my job as a pastor. It's my job as an evangelist. It's my job as a teacher to teach you how to be blessed. And sometimes it comes at my expense to give you what I could have. Why? Because he gives me an overflowing blessing. So sometimes when I'm giving it away, it may not be me giving you $5. It may be me giving you an opportunity. 
But believe me, if you don't jump on it, I got it. Because I don't want to give it to you no way. That's the Holy Spirit. It ain't got nothing to do with Maxwell. Maxwell flesh, like, go away. Find your own deal. But the pastor, sometimes pastor get on my nerves. <laughs> pastor want to give everything away. Can, can I talk to you, though? God is about to mobilize you. I know I ain't, I ain't screaming and hollering there. I just, gotta, I just want you to get this in your mind. God wants you to execute the vision you've written down. And if you haven't written it down, write it down. Write it down. Write the vision down and make it plain so that those that read it can run thereby. We ain't worried about those. We're worried about you. We want you to read your own vision after you write it down and make it plain. And walk into your glorious blessing. He wants to give you a good measure of blessing, pressed down, shaking together, and running over.